literally like wasn't even a thing. Like it, it, even though my mom made the time to talk about it, I'm sitting here like in the back of a cop car, like, why didn't she tell me about this? <laughs> like, like seriously. Like I literally didn't do. I didn't do handcuffed. anything, and I'm handcuffed right now. Like I did literally so nothing, confused. and all my white friends are standing over there looking at me, really confused at why I'm in handcuffs. This actually happened, people. Sasha was there. Funnily enough, not in handcuffs. Not in handcuffs. It was just me. We doing it. We doing it. We doing it. And welcome to episode five of Mix Edition. Oh my God! I never thought we'd make it this far. <laughs> we did just, it. Just kidding. Five episodes and we're already dead. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We've been dead inside since we started. Oh yeah. <laughs> we we that's our secret, people. We're always dead inside. Since the 90s, baby. Since... <laughs> so today's topic is actually one that's near and dear to my heart, and I'm very passionate about this. So expect a lot of smash and rants. <laughs> but the the topic today is please select one of the following races. Now, if you were born post 20, what, like 2000, I'd say like 2009, 2010, right? If you were born post that, you probably have no idea what the, what we're talking about. You're 11. Yeah, probably around <laughs> like, there. Right, you, you don't know what we're talking about. But like they started changing it around then. But but in the 90s and most of the 2000, early 2000s, you could only select one. You literally could only, like on your school exams, on your doctor's office thing, on your DMV uh, uh, like license. On my license, I am one race, right? There, there was no splitting up of the, of the races. You had to pick one. Yeah, funny enough, I actually remember going to the hospital as a child, and having to pick one. And yep. it, it wasn't even the list was not even long. It was literally like white, black, Native American. I was like all. Can I do that? <laughs> can you select it? Yeah, and then you do that, and then they they have problems with it. They're like, uh, yeah. excuse me, you can only pick one. <laughs> you're like, why? Have you ever asked a teacher what one you're supposed to pick? Yes. What do they tell you? Fail. Unequivocally, Fail. every like, single time. Black. Black. African American. Every single time. Yeah. Every sing Except for the one teacher who was like, are you Latino? No. All right, pick black. Oh, can I tell you? Of, <laughs> it just just to get us started, what? my mom actually told me a story yesterday. Oh. Now my mom presents as white. She she is just very pale, blue eyes. Mm -hmm. You know, and she went through one of those things where they used to apparently back in the seventies uh, make you bring home like this sheet and fill it out with your parents about your ethnic heritage or your ethnic background. We right? had to do that. Yeah, I don't remember. Me either. My brain, I never sat down with my parents and, like, went through every country. I'm sure I have, but <laughs> don't remember. Um, <laughs> you have a lot, though. You have a lot. <laughs> yeah. So does my mom. Right. So she looks pretty white, but she, I mean, she's ethnic. Um, but she had a bunch, and her, apparently her teacher, when she turned this thing in, the list was quite long. Even though it was a, it was a lot of European, there was some Jewish, you know, um, stuff like that. But her teacher said, 
okay, I'm just going to put down Heinz 57 because this is too much. I'm like, that is rude. That is rude. That is, well, I mean, like, I'm not trying to get offended for your mom because I'm sure your mom just kind of was like, all right, whatever. But like, I'm offended for right. my mom. It, it's, it's this conversation. And, and before we continue, I'm Sebastian. I'm Danny. Sasha. We always do this. We always forget to t- for people who don't know us to introduce ourselves. But right. that that's part of the reason why I wanted to do a whole episode on this is because mm. I don't think people out there who are one race even recognize this as a problem. Oh, Sasha froze. In the most adorable laughing This smile. keeps happening. Like- a few moments later. And she's back. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I wanted to dedicate a, a whole episode because I don't think that people who are just one race even recognize this as kind of a problem. And I think that it is a uniquely mixed problem. I didn't realize it. Right. Like, <laughs> I just checked white and call it a day. Right. And that's sometimes my- they throw me off at the sea with the Caucasian. <laughs> like, wait, is it- okay, no, that's still me. There's Asian in it. Is that, <laughs> still am, am me. I, it, wait, wait. <laughs> but, but the, uh, the that, that's what I mean. Like, just kidding. I, I don't think that people really see it as a problem. And again, like, has it caused problems in my life? Yes. Is it the worst problem that we face? No. But I do think it's an important conversation. I, if you're mixed out there, I think that you should tell your story because I think that we should start moving as a society, as humanity, towards getting away from please select any race. Like, the things that the the two things where it matters, mm. medical, just because mm-hmm. where you're from could affect what you know you was wrong with you or diseases in and your certain, genealogy. Certain diseases are genetic right. and run in run in certain genetic lines. Right. So that makes sense. So that matters. Obviously, that matters. And then to identify you. So like, if you put on your license, if I put on my license, Caucasian to be, uh. A smart, well, like, you know, I know they expect what they expect me to put, and I put Caucasian anyway. So, say I'm missing, and somebody finds my wallet, and, like, they're, you know, they're looking for me. They're looking for a Caucasian man, and uh, I am not, that, that's not going to help not me. That. So, the only two times <laughs> where race actually really does matter is m- medically and then I to identify you. But every other, every single other time that I've ever been asked to pick a race, it's always kind of been arbitrary. It's always been, like, why it's like, like you're taking your standardized math test literally like <laughs> why literally. do you need to know <laughs> the sats like why why do you need to like like who who gives a shit because because like it's becoming less mm. it beca- it's becoming less pre- like important it's becoming less important to know because you can't just by looking at me you can't tell what race i am you can't just look at me and be like oh yeah he's white and black mixed together like there's no way you're gonna look at me and be like, uh, his- Hispanic, Middle East, uh, dark Greek person. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like. That's really what it comes down to. Is it changes depending on the person? I want yeah. to bring this out there because I don't think people recognize that mixed race people have had this struggle their whole life where right. we're trying to belong. We're trying to do the right things. You know, you got black and white kids who are mixed who, you know, tend to lean more towards black culture or tend to lean towards more white culture. But there's this, like, weird middle group where I'm both, but neither 
I like in this world. So like I would just like a little bit more clarification, please, on the future. Like what kids in the future are gonna have to go through. Like, okay, pick one of the following races. No, I don't I think there's the option now. Like this is why post two thousand ten there's the option of like rather not say. Like is that the most the most <laughs> fucking, not to answer. Right? Like the most freaking baller move you could have done when you were thirteen years old. Just like uh, I prefer not to nah. say. You know, and a- as we're getting into this, you know, twenty twenty one, the twenty first century kind of mindset of like, okay, you know, don't call people genders that you know, don't assume gender, right? We should not assume race as well. I think that that's an I important agree. thing. I think it's an important I agree. thing. Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, the times are changing, and now is the perfect time to introduce the concept of individual culture because to be honest like everybody every single person is different from another person and you can group them together but that's not the whole person like you can't you can't just be like oh like to be honest my test scores um even if i put african-american on my, my standardized test since my schooling was not done in an african-american setting it's not really indicative right of of what they were trying to figure out anyway since i grew up in like a white school setting it's not indicative of what they are trying to measure which is like for the sats for example like how prepared uh black schools are is kind of their general curiosity in asking right Right. like how how are black schools preparing these children for uh, this kind of test (laughs) i can tell you they're not uh not (laughs) very well that that is a blanketed statement people not all black no you're right but you're right in our experience in my experience i did go to a predominantly black school twice in my life and both times it seemed like rushed seemed like just get get them the f- out of here like just just keep them keep them moving it never felt like they were taking the time to be like are you prepared for this are you actually prepared for this? my school was the best football school in the state multiple times in a row and the kids that on my team couldn't get into college because they were not preparing them for that They they didn't give a shit about them as people they just wanted to use them for their athletic ability and then kind of move them along (laughs) i actually do vaguely remember my school recruiting inner city kids for our football team yep happens all over the place that's actually now that i think about it that's really bad happens all over the place uh, and then when they're done with their four years they drop them like rocks it's Go ahead. Very upsetting just to like find out that it's an issue because you could potentially look at uh, please select one of the following as a small issue, but it builds on all the other issues. Yes. It's just one little thing, but it's a fact mm. like it's it's not inclusive. And when we're young like that, we don't even know what we're labeling ourselves as like you don't know. Yeah. Y- yeah, you're like placing yourself in a in an arbitrary box because mm. it doesn't matter in most cases, right? right? Uh, it's just kind of a curiosity of whoever is 
asking for this information right. in a lot of cases, like you said, except for medical and identification. Right. I was just going to kind of tie a bow on this point of like when you're young and you don't like I'm obviously there are people out there who are black who can't obviously that that's all you are so like choosing another thing doesn't even cross your mind the same right. way right. that when you're white it doesn't even cross your mind but compared to what you're going through dude it couldn't be easier think about think about this if you Black people are very proud, at least the ones I know. Again, blanketed statement, people. They're very proud of being black. And I think that when it comes to the negative sides of it, the negative things, they've accepted it. They've they've learned that they're going to cope and they're going to succeed in spite of a system that is trying to keep them down. Now imagine being 10 or 11 years old and having to choose being black with all the stuff that comes with it, with everything that comes with being black we choose it because at 11 you're freaking not necessarily because we didn't let we don't want to be black or because it's just like what would you do if you could choose something else like if it's beneficial to you to choose something else what would you do i think that's a really important question because when you say please select one of the following oh. races and i know everyone around me is expecting me to pick black because i look that's what i look like and you're already making this decision at 11 if if i'm i if i choose caucasian i'm still i'm technically still doing following the rules i'm technically still picking one of the following races and now in the eyes of my sat scorer or freaking my mailman or a police officer i am now caucasian on paper until i'm not in person like that go ahead uh, yeah, I actually have um, switched what I choose. If they don't give me like a select all that apply option, I definitely use that to my advantage. I select which one is the most beneficial. Yes. Given the situation. I've done the like, same. It's I mean, that just seems like the smart decision. And to be honest, since I don't identify as either. I can. Right. And I you didn't do... give me. Yeah, you didn't give me. The thing is, is also what I noticed is even people who are one race, but not a race on the list mm. are excluded. Like, uh, like my hospital story. Mm -hmm. I actually asked, I was like, what if I was Middle Eastern? And they were like, oh, you should pick white. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> what <laughs> like what oh oh wow, okay what yeah so it was like a really weird i was just like, it's like middle eastern i don't i don't consider middle eastern white uh it's middle eastern it's a totally right. different, it's thing. different thing it's a completely different why would you make the distinction between latinos and white people if you're not going to make the distinction between middle eastern and white people it just all seems right. arbitrary it all seems like someone not smart made yeah. this made this this system Some fishy. <laughs> and now we're all following it just because it's been in place this forever system is fishy <laughs> i would do the same thing as you guys i would mm. fill out whatever works best for me because this system does not work for anyone right well not anyone that looks like us <laughs> okay, I'll rephrase. I'll rephrase. This system does not work for everyone.
Yeah. And that's not No, okay. I'm just saying, all through college, um, for specific scholarships, I even uh, claimed certain parts that are not normal. Like, like I got a scholarship that was exclusively for Jews. Mm-hmm. Which... You're I'm Jewish, Jewish maternally, <laughs> right. maternally, like right. You are right you down are that, as that Jewish maternity as Danny line. Is. Yeah, you I'm may not. Jewish. You guys might not look like it, but you guys are Jewish brethren. <laughs> By the same way, and Sashel, I believe, is Ashkenazi mm-hmm. uh, Jew, which yes. is very protective of their Jewish bloodline. So if you are yeah. that type of Jewish, I, I'm guessing. I, this is what I assume anyway. That you are more Jewish than I am. I think that that is the ethnic Jewish, not right. the religious Jewish. So that's right. straight up like the chosen people or whatever. Or yeah, uh, we're not we're not religious on this podcast, people. Yeah, there's <laughs> no religious context. I was just saying that that is the the actual ethnic uh, Jewish of history. But yeah, like I've gotten money for being Jewish. I've also gotten money for being black, and you know, and Native You're American. You're all three. All of it. Right. All of it. I right. is like, if I can, I will. Right. Have you that's, also that's had thing. money taken from you for the same reason? No. Why would I have money taken from me? Oh, are you talking about kind of like um, saying you're black on something and then not getting money? Yeah. I I have. Ooh. I have. Like, it, so, you know, I've gone through hard times before. We'll talk about him on this podcast at some point, but I've been homeless. I've, I've done a lot. I've done a lot, right? You've lived some life. I've lived some life. <laughs> when it comes to signing up for like government assistance or a credit check on an apartment or anything like that, oh. I have put black when they asked me because I think that it would be worse for me to put white. And then show up, and if this person is particularly racist, which is something you always have to prepare for as a person of color in this country, it's not necessarily like sure. I'm always like thinking everyone's racist. It's just you have to. There's the chance, right? So you have to prepare for it. So I didn't want to mark Caucasian and then show up and then have some racist dude be like, "You're not fuck. You're not white. Like, why would you lie to me? No, you're not getting this apartment, right?" So I put black just so that it doesn't, you know incite that reaction and then i've gotten no callbacks because of that like obviously you can't prove right it's because you're black. But why would you put an apartment for sale and then not call back the people who <laughs> who applied we'll for the apartment for <laughs> right and it's not like someone else got it because drive right. by a month later it still says for rent on the on the on the you know and like and you know government assistance i've gotten denied food stamps when i was like me and me and danny uh, applied at the same time and danny got 16 dollars a month because she makes too much money but they but they gave her food stamps and they refused me and i made less money than she did you know and it was just like like why like obviously you can sit there and go like why like why would they do that and you kind of go down the list you're like i mean have i applied before no that was my first time ever trying to be on government assistance have i you know my credit bad no my credit wasn't actually that bad at the time. Like, honestly, like, it was decent. It, like, I just kept going down the list. And, and, you know, and you get eventually, inevitably, you get to, I uh, 
I guess it's just it's a racial thing. Like you, you, you try and you try and go through everything else first, man. You try and you really hope it's not. You really do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like when that's all that's left, and yeah, you're sitting here you've like, exhausted what? the list, and you're like, that's literally the only the only thing left is that either it's because I'm black, and or it's because I'm a man. And that you're happens like, sometimes too. Yeah, and you're like, that's that's the only two options between right. you and Danny at right. that time. At that point. Right. You're just like, yeah, you were just How are like, we different? At you know, like and then it really comes down to this one like blanketed thing. It like put white when it is beneficial to you. And like that that obviously black people out there are gonna hear that and be like well, that uh, you're not you're not proud of your black heritage. You're not proud of being black. Like you're, and I'm just I'm just here to say like, like I've had this discussion with with uh, black people that I'm, I consider family, very close friends, mm. and I'm like, how like you've always been black, like for good or for bad. Like you've always been black. You you've known. You've been proud of it mm-hmm. since you were born. I grew up with two white parents, mm-hmm. like oh, my, my mom and my stepfather, who's been my father since I was four years old. I grew up with white parents who could not understand what it means to be proud to be black. Right. They, they literally could not understand. So I had to choose being black, which I think is a unique experience. I don't think a lot of people go through this, but I had to choose being black. And then when it when I got older and it was like, okay, well, that's not the most beneficial choice to you in this moment and you're starving and you're struggling, I, I'm i going to do what I, I need to do to survive. Do I'm gonna, something else. That's my hustle. That Like, that's, yeah. that's it. And honestly, it's inherently in the system that because they said choose just one, you can choose the most beneficial one. Like, now it's so much better where they're – you know, they're like, select all that apply. Right. And then they have all kinds of things. Prefer and then not they to have say. Like, yeah, they have prefer not to say or de- you're declined to answers. But they also just have so many other options now. Right. Like, I have half that list checked. Right. <laughs> like. Right. They even have different kinds of Caucasian. So so white people have choices, too. Right. You know. <laughs> right. So, it's. I mean. I like it now, but yeah, there was a time when that just wasn't an option. And um, I think that it's fine if, if that's the choice you're giving us, if you're giving us a choice. So you're not including us in this list as right. a whole. Right. Um, yeah. Why, why would it be bad to choose the most beneficial in a situation? It says something about our society that, like, if if the person, someone, a person made this test, and whoever that person was basically thinks that you are only one thing. And there's, right. there's you know, like, they just want to categorize you as one thing that you represent as. And right. I think that if you experience it on a piece of paper, like, it's going to be extrapolated even more in your day-to-day mm. life that people are going to try and put you in one box when many boxes in reality apply to you. Yep. Yeah, and and one of the main things that actually kind of makes me a little bit angry but, you know, I've 
gotten used to it in life oops um <laughs> is that placing yourself in these boxes so checking checking one of those boxes can change the outcome so those boxes have different levels of opportunity you know inherent and you in the system think- yeah, you might right. think it's just like a demographic thing that no one's looking at. Someone is looking at them because there are differences based on what you choose. Otherwise, why would they put that there? Right. Otherwise, like, why that's would it part of the decision making process. And as much as I dislike it, it is a thing. And as long as it's part of the decision making process, I'm going to take advantage. Right. And I don't think anyone, I mean, there are obviously people out there who would who would call us traitors or whatever. But I do think that anyone with sense, right. I think anyone with sense (laughs) would Mm -hmm. understand what we're talking about. And honestly, like we've talked about on this channel before about how we, me and Sasha have had our, our problems being accepted into the black community into, you know, right. And when it comes down to it, I want Equality, not because I am black, but because Mm -hmm. people I love are. Like, it's, I definitely admit (laughs) that being. Classic Sebastian. I I definitely admit that being black has made my life harder in some ways. But also it's cultivated strength. It's cultivated uh, creativity. It's cultivated, like, a, a survival instinct that I wouldn't be able to live without. Like, I wouldn't be myself without that. Sure. And being mixed offers this really unique perspective, like really just this unique perspective of being black because the world says you're black. But but not feeling it. Not feeling it and not being surrounded by the culture and not being surrounded by, you know, other people who are black and not having anyone be able to tell you, like, it's okay I'm surrounded by people who instead are concerned for me because I'm black. My parents always asking me, like, are they being nice to you in school? You know, is anyone calling you the N word? You know, and I'm not afraid to say that word, by the way. That was my mom quoting that. <laughs> and then if the world's going to treat me like a nigga, I'm going to say nigga then. <laughs> like, that's that simple for me. But Which is interesting. I actually have quite, like a lot of discomfort with that word. Well, people don't treat you. That like, people treat us differently, man. Like, I would say that people don't treat you specifically from our personal experiences, not in the world. People don't treat you as black. Like, you, like. Yeah. It's, I it, agree. It might be because of a male-female thing, and we'll talk about that on the channel at some point, but I am unequivocally, in almost everyone's minds, black, except for fucking right. my own in the government. Like, it, it's... <laughs> because I told him I was Caucasian. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's serious, though. Like, like I, I, it's weird, it's weird to, to quantify how being black has helped me in my life, but That's also great. being able to switch and being able to go, no, I am, I'm Caucasian. Uh, excuse me, sir. It's illegal to lie on a federal document. Who said I'm, I'm lying? lying? Who said, who said that? Like, 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 you know, I've done, I've done it and I don't think it's immoral. And I think more black people, straight up black people should do it. I think it's more immoral that you could like just randomly wake up Caucasian, get to check a box, and now you get an easier time. Should we stop fighting for equality? No. 
Absolutely no. not. But we can't fight. We can't give a good fight if we're all malnourished. We can't stand up That's if we are all pushed down. That's deep. Right? Like, you have to take advantage of the oppressive system to usurp the oppressive system to get rid of the oppressive system. That is yeah. literally history. That is history right there, right? Yeah, you kind of have to infiltrate to to change anything and that's the truth um but yeah i don't i don't see a problem with kind of switching it up it's almost like code switching but on a document but on a yeah (laughs) exactly i think that's literally the best way to take advantage of the current situation but what i think this is what i think should happen i would like to see anyway is just like a blank box. So like it says right in what you are so that every single person can like specify. Yeah, but then you got people identifying themselves as a a fart in the wind. Like, oh, I think Sasha froze. (laughs) And she froze so cute. She's like. (laughs) Oh, she's unfrozen. That's perfect. (laughs) Nice. Wait, what were we talking about? We were looking at your face. Oh, I was saying that you, instead of, like, having you... Oh, you froze again! <laughs> like this! A few moments later. All right, Danny, what were you saying? Sorry. Oh, I was saying that I think they should have just a blank box, and it'll say, please write. Oh, yeah, and I was saying that people will identify as a fart in the wind if you do that. <laughs> okay, what I'm going to say about that is... Is... I actually like the system of select all that apply as long as all of the things are included. As long as race um, actually matters to the thing I'm signing up for. Why do you, why does my college true. need to know if I'm freaking Caucasian or not? If I'm applying for college. For statistical reasons. Yeah, right. Like, fuck, fuck your statistics. I'm trying to get into college. Like, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> they would say the same thing. That's the problem. Mm. What I was saying is I think, like, if you look at it now, it's 2021, and there's a million genders, right? Right. So why don't we treat race similarly to the way that we treat gender? You know, where people are like, they can they can identify right. any which way, and but there's medically, no way you can list all the genders. Right. They ask when it's important. They ask for your birth genetic... Gender. Yeah, like like medically, it's important. We've already talked about that. But if it's not, if it's not important, you should be able to identify. However, however you damn well please. I agree. I think that you could, like, if you if you grew up in a Latino community, raised by Latinos, and and really like embodying the culture, you know, you want to. Yeah, and just because you're not genetically there, like, you could identify as a Latino person. And I know Latinos who identify as Black people. Like, I I like it. That's that is more than fine in 2021. Like, be whatever you want to be. Yeah. But when it comes to the important stuff, just make sure yeah. that you understand that what you believe in here isn't always what matters here. <laughs> That's true. And it's always, and you have to also understand, similarly to gender, right? Um, that not everyone is going to accept that. Right. You know, there are some people who are trans who um, their their presentation is not as solid. Right. You know, right, it's right, not right. as, as you know. Clear. Right. Clear. And some people will just choose to not. <laughs> like, right. Like, if you don't look fully like a girl yet, yet 
Some people will not. Most people can say, go. Like, like they themselves. just won't call you that, <laughs> and you have to you have to kind of accept that as a reality. Right. I. I my thing is okay. If if you respect humans, if you respect humanity, mm. which as a human you should. If you don't respect humanity as a human, you're stupid, in my yeah. opinion. My humble right. get, opinion. But, yeah, get on your... Right. Like, what are you doing? But if you... Listen, man. What? If someone came up to me and told me they wanted to be called Zeno, I would call them Zeno. I don't care what your name is. I don't, I like, I'll call you what you want to be called because I respect you as a human. It's that simple. So, like, if you... if That's true. If people want to call me black because I'm darker than a white person, then, you know what, whatever. But if I identify as... A person who, I don't want to say has transcended race, because that's not true. It's just more of like, <laughs> I'm I'm too many races to actually be one. Like, I, I'm just too many. It's, it's like, it's how Shell gets this. Like, if for someone to automatically assume we're black because of how we look, like, that's the, that's the thing we're talking about here is that assumption and that imposition of culture. And we've talked about this in multiple episodes now. Ha- is yeah. super uncomfortable for especially young minds. Yeah. Because now we're going up in this world, we're taught about racism and slavery, but we're also taught about, you know, uh, commerce and capitalism, and we're taught, like, all these things right. are mixed together, but they create America that way. And And for me to be like, okay, well, either I'm on the side of, you know, the colonizers who came over here and and made the country or the slaves that didn't have a choice like like i'm 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 both (laughs) i come from an italian family man like christopher columbus is is someone in my family who like they're like oh he discovered america the italians are great and i'm like yeah he also murdered lots of people including people i might have been (laughs) ancestrally related to like like you know i yeah i may have been related to columbus but i also been related to the person that he was porking to you know illegally porking to make my ancestors you know like that's that's just the truth of it and and to hide that from kids to hide that from youth is damaging. I personally think it's damaging. Because then I, they feel weird. They feel like they're weird. They grow up racist. I'm 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 gonna put myself out there and say when I was younger, when I was in high school, I was racist as hell. Not because I genuinely wanted to be. It was because I didn't know any better. Yeah. It was out of ignorance. It was literally which out of I ignorance. I think I think the majority of racism that happens is out of ignorance. Mm-hmm. It's just people don't know. Like you automatically you see what you see in the media or you in your life meet like one or two different types of people from your norm. And uh, that's the only gauge you have for an entire like race of people. Right. And that lack of understanding, like, you know, that's like, okay, let's say, uh, for example, someone's talking about apples but the only apple you've ever seen is a Granny Smith. Right. And someone's like, red like an apple. And you're like, apples aren't red, idiot. They're green, like, motherfucker. You're, mm-hmm. you're like, they're green. And then, you know, you're like, I hate apples. They're sour. And someone's talking about, like, there are some apples out there that are Honey super crisp sweet. Honeycrisp apples, bro, are the best apples on the yeah. planet. Yeah. There's red delicious. You got some Fuji apples. Apples come in all colors. Like, well, not all colors, but a bunch of colors. Yeah, they and, do. And, uh. 
and a bunch of different flavors and you don't know because you have a granny smith apple tree in your yard and that's the only thing that you've right. ever tried it's the only thing right you do. right right yeah so i think that exposure is key it's important who else is going to tell me different who else is going to show up that's- and like is will smith coming over to my house to tell me that i have the wrong idea about black people exactly if he yeah, did that would change your mind which is why exposure is important <laughs> Right. That's exactly true. That's the kind of thing. And the thing is, is it's so sad to know that some children who are black and growing up in society, that really is the only reality that they've ever known. So while white people are also ignorantly racist against black people, um, there are several like so many black people who kind of are in like they're like doubling down. Yep on that idea because that's the lifestyle that they also think is appropriate for them yeah and kind of the only option and you know it's not no um but there were some times like when i was in a traditionally uh black setting that you know you're made fun of and it's and there are uncomfortable things said um and I just, I would come home and just be like, no one is ever going to like me. And I'm I'm like this abomination of a person. Yep. Uh, I can fucking vibe with that. Yeah. And my mom really focused on helping me through that, which thank you. In white culture, it's a lot more subtext. It's a lot more getting under it's your subtle. skin. Right. It's yeah, a lot it's more subtle. making you hate yourself. Like. That that is my experience, right? Like my elementary and middle school were the worst years of my life, self-esteem wise. I hated myself because I had a bunch of people telling me that I don't fit anywhere. Like it wasn't just them saying you don't fit here. It was them saying you don't fit, period. What are you? Yeah. And and I'm sitting here freaking 11, 12 years old like. What? Like, what did I do? What did yeah, can I? Can I also just make a statement to anyone out there listening who's ever asked someone, "What are you?" Don't do Don't that. Do that. That is a rude <laughs> question. That is that's rude. I mean, asking someone's nationality out of curiosity is one thing, but needing to know, <laughs> needing to know what you are just to like accept you and like. Yeah, that that's some bullshit <laughs> that's some absolute bullshit bro <laughs> right why does what i am have any impact on your decision to interact with me it shouldn't it, it literally therefore shouldn't. the question is it's just an inappropriate question right don't ask it and if honestly you're curious if you're curious about someone's like ethnicity you know get to know them first and then kind of ease it in person that's first. a personal question Person yeah. first, ethnicity, ethnicity second. Person first, ethnicity second. Like that's that's I think that the point of this. It's asked generally to make that one person who's asking the question feel more comfortable. But if they knew that they were making that person they're asking considerably more uncomfortable, what I think what they're doing is trying to make themselves more comfortable because they look at you, they're confused, and they don't want to be confused. But can I ask you one question? Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Why are they uncomfortable? 
Why would yeah. knowing what race I am make them more comfortable? Right. It shouldn't. It literally shouldn't. You're they already fucked up. They're un- if they're uncomfortable because I'm a little burnt. Like what? Like the, I think the lack of uh, I literally think that they just don't know, and that's uncomfortable for them. Like if it's America, you should is, learn. Is <laughs> why? Yeah. Why do you need to know? I've never even like does Danny. Is anyone uncomfortable because they don't know your background? Like, is anyone come up to you and they're like, oh, what are you? Like, I'm uncomfortable because I can't tell if you're Italian or Russian. Like, they're mad. Like, they're not mad about that. They don't care whether you're Italian or Russian. Even a little bit. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. They come up to you mad? Not necessarily mad, but just, like, confused. Curious. Confused and and curious. And... Yes, and uncomfortable, and also it's just a question that is, if I perceive it as rude, like you come up to me, I'm not asking anyone that I meet unless, like I've already had a conversation and race comes up because that does happen. Right, race does come up, you know, when you're like, oh yeah, you know, I get treated in this way or like something happens, they're like, dude. Like, you know, what's your genetic makeup? Right. You have like an interesting look. Right. That's I get that. That's always a fun, that's always a fun like question now. Cause now it's not about like, it. Do, it's not coming with a sense of uncomfortableness. Right. Uh, it's also, it's coming with a sense of curiosity because of something positive And that's so much better. Right. I think um, uh, you're frozen. We should, before we move on, address this. Okay. A few moments later. I want my kids to be proud of who they are as people more than I want them to be proud of their heritage. That's just because, I again, I don't really have too much heritage, right? Yeah, we don't really have strong ties to our heritage. Right, which... well, with bl- our black heritage being almost non-existent because, like I said, they're still getting packed cigarettes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, my white heritage not being fully accepting and that not necessarily being the most comfortable so like heritage for me is not meant a lot my whole right. life it right. really hasn't two bad choices so if i had kids and uh, this is the truth about mixed kids if we had kids they'd be mixed no matter no matter what true literally no, no matter, matter what, what. Right. no matter what we do no matter what unless we found like yeah no no matter what they're mixed so <laughs> so it's important to me to express to my children people first always mm. be a good person be an honest person know your hustle right but i'm gonna tell you the truth here kid no one i mean honestly i, I don't know how white our kid would look so that that's a thing that is a thing it's sad it's so sad that that's yeah. a thing but it's a thing right so if they look like me i would sit down with them and be like listen there's going to be times in your life where people are going to judge you based on the color of your skin. And it's not fair. It's not right. Yeah. However, how you it handle is. it is completely up to you. How you take it and use it for yourself is completely up to you. We talked about in this podcast, code switching. We've talked about marking ourselves Caucasian when it fit us. Like, like I said earlier, you know, in an oppressive society you succeed 
so that you can ch- make change. And the only way to succeed is to be inherently aware that you are different and knowing how to take advantage of that when it when it comes. Mm. So my kids would be more prepared, I think. They'll have some road signs that say caution, bridge ahead that you put there. <laughs> Don't yeah, go into a Burger basically. King at 7 a.m. Right. All the old men there with their coffees are going to be really mad and confused that you exist. (laughs) Well, honestly, I hope that by the time I have children and they're old enough to even like think about race, the world will be at least a little bit better. That's the hope. Yeah, my optimism is leaking. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) A lot of my a lot of my Republican friends. And yes, I have friends on both sides of the fence. Uh, me too. A lot of my Republican <laughs> friends think that there's like a civil war coming. To me, that's just that's hilarious. Just because, like, I literally like hope really, not. like, what? Why would at in 21st century? Why would we kill each other over something stupid like race? I, that that you just know, doesn't make sense to me. Ask yourself this question, but also, it makes it probably makes right. sense to a bunch of people. So. The idea of judging someone on race inherently does not make sense to me. As a mixed person, I think that's that's our perspective. Like, yeah, that's definitely my. Perspective. We are literally but, living also, proof that it doesn't matter. <laughs> does not matter. Yeah. It doesn't indicate but, anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I hope the world is better. But if it's if it's not, and even if it is, like. There'll be it'll it will depend on how my child presents. Mm. Like, if my child looks looks white, then we're gonna have a talk about, um, like, genetics and bloodlines yep. yep. and how they shouldn't just because they look white, you yep. know, they should also you know people first, like you said, humanity first, yes. always, always. Um, but if my if my child is more on the the black side uh there will be some talks that we have to have about Different no talks. matter no matter how you feel and how you think about yourself there are some people in the world that are going to see you this way right and you just have to be prepared for that right um and know that it's don't not, let it's it okay. don't let it yeah don't let it affect your self-esteem mm. some people are ignorant you yes. know it happens but you know, just be prepared and know that like inner strength is the most important, you know, and don't hate them for it. Don't hate. Like never hate. Like, do I hate bigots? No. No. Am I disappointed that they exist? Yes. Sure. I'm disappointed in them as people. Yeah. The potential. Like, come on. That's that's my thing. And uh, I might share a different worldview than a lot of people. But my thing is just like I'm disappointed because you had so much potential. And you wasted it on this. Mm. You, like we are the only yeah. sentient species that we know of in the universe, and you're wasting it on this. Mm. Like right. that. That just doesn't. It you doesn't. Had your chance. It doesn't stick. Like it doesn't make sense to, to me. On a fundamental level, and in a positive. I, way. The most. The most talk I got from my parents about being actually black and not, you know, up here, was I have sickle cell trait. And for people out there who don't know, sickle cell anemia is almost exclusively, and this I'm saying almost just because I don't 100% know, but it's almost exclusively. I'm pretty exclusively sure it is exclusive to African bloodline. Africans, black people, right? And yeah. my mom 
sat down with me and we had to talk about race in the sense of she was like, now that you're like getting into girls, there's something you should know. You have something called sickle cell trait, which means you do not have sickle cell anemia. However, if you get with a black girl, the chances that your child could have sickle cell anemia full blown are there. The are risks a lot higher. are there. Yeah. You know, if you have to make sure she gets checked for the trait as well. Because you both have the trait, then you 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 know. And I was like, That's oh, a good talk, though. so that if I want to, that yes. So I was like, if I want to date black girls, then I just got to make sure that I'm not impregnating them before we talk about it. So that's right. normal. <laughs> like 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 I was like, okay, so just go on as normal then. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> like, Continue on same path. Continue. You are doing just fine, dude. Oh, just yeah. fine. Because like you know, I'm not. I personally don't really want to have kids, but. You know, the uh, the possibility of it, you know, it happens on accident, you know. It literally, like, wasn't even a thing. Like, it, it, even though my mom made the time to talk about it, I'm sitting here, like, mm. in the back of a cop car, like, why didn't she tell me about this? <laughs> like, like, seriously. Like, I literally didn't do I didn't do handcuffed. anything, and I'm handcuffed right now. Like, I did literally so nothing. Confused. And all my white friends are standing over there looking at me really confused at why I'm in handcuffs. This actually happened, people. Sasha was there. Funnily enough, not in handcuffs. Not in handcuffs. It was just me. It was literally just me. And I'm sitting here and like... you were probably the most innocent in the group. I was reading a book. At the time. I was reading a book yeah. in the car. And I literally was just oh. like... Why didn't my mom bring this up? Mm. Like, never once. <laughs> never, never, literally never once did my mom talk about this with me. Ever. Uh-huh. The police were here to protect you, and they were here to make sure you didn't get hurt. And I'm sitting there on the curb like, this fucking sucks. I don't feel protected. <laughs> I feel very much prosecuted. And this was, like, my, one of my first real run-ins with the police. Because every other time before that, my parents had been there, you know, like, whatever. But this was, like, the beginning and as I got older into my 20s, I started, like, smoking weed. I started, you know, being a little bit more reckless. And I had a lot more conversations with the police. And a lot more things happened. Like, it just, I am a very, I am such a nice person. You may not know it from how spicy I can get on this podcast. But in, in real life, I am so easygoing. Like, if a cop's like, get out of the car, I'm like, okay. Cops like, give me your, like, what's in your pockets? I'm like, this. Like, I'm very, very, very uh, cordial and polite, and I have, you know, yep. good vocabulary, so I use that. <clears throat> but it it doesn't always work. Like, I've been, oh, God. I'll save this. We'll talk about We'll talk about it. We'll, we'll save yeah, an episode Yeah, we can have it. a whole other podcast right. on our thoughts on run-ins with the police. But the point. I'm making is that my my mom was worried about the wrong things. <laughs> like she was she was she was worried about the wrong things. Like she didn't want me to get sickle cell anemia. I'm like, what about lead poisoning? <laughs> like from the bullets. <laughs> like why? <laughs> like <laughs> like why didn't why didn't we talk about that, ma? And and it's just like it it kind of shows where America's at when you think about it, right? A lot of people, it's not their problem. It's not an issue for them. It's not even a problem for them. And this is why, again, we'll do another a completely different, because we're not political on this podcast, but uh, we can't ignore that there's a climate going on. You know, And when, yeah. when, when people talk about Black Lives Matter, again, I have friends on both sides of the fence. 
a lot of people have come to me and been like, you know, why only Black Lives Matter, blah, blah, blah. That whole argument, right? Which is, I'm going to get it out of the way right now. This is so stupid. This is the stupidest thing. Again. Literally, you're right. All lives is, matter. But is, also, right. Where, that's black what, lives matter because that's the point. Like, that's that, the point that right. they are making. Also, I think that the Black Lives Matter movement might have uh, done better marketing if they added an also at the end. <laughs> but it, but like, I'm just saying, like, yeah. it's stupid to not even consider. Like, this is what Probably my... My friend, went, uh, my buddy, who we're in unnamed so that he does not uh, get attacked, but he was arguing with me because he was, like, mad at BLM because he was like, bro, I hate how much t- attention they're getting by being so racist. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, Black Lives Matter? Like, does that mean my life doesn't matter? And to me, it was a beautiful moment because I was like, oh, so you know how we feel now. This anger, this resentment, you made your own Black Lives Matter. Literally, that's what you did. You went, oh, only Black Lives Matter? Well, all lives matter. I'm like, bro, we weren't saying Black Lives Matter more than anyone else's. We were just saying also. They matter. Also. Like, like, yes, we didn't even. That was the thing I said to him in the car because I got him with the zinger. I was like, it's really funny to me that people like you need clarification on this. And black, we said Black Lives Matter because we didn't even consider the possibility that other lives didn't matter. It wasn't even a thought. Right. It wasn't even. We just even... want to make sure that everyone considers the possibility that Black Lives Matter. Right. And he was just like, as well as all other lives. You know, like we're here to right people too. And I was just like, bro, just because they didn't say it doesn't mean they didn't mean it. And the fact that they didn't even think about it, like that yeah. wasn't even that wasn't even a thought. They weren't even thinking like. Oh, we need to make sure that we say all lives matter because, you know, we don't want people to think that we only think black lives matter. They didn't even think of that because to them it's ridiculous the notion that all lives don't matter. To me, it's ridiculous the notion that all lives don't matter. It is ridiculous. It is absolutely – it does not need clarification. If you live in a first world in this 21st century, it does not need to be clarified. This is just semantics. It's classic gaslighting. Yeah. It is classic. To be honest, to be honest – if BLM wanted to say that only Black Lives Matter, they would say only Black Lives Matter. Or they would say white people don't matter anymore. Get out of my that face. That has happened in like, history. So they would be that saying that. If it was, right. Yeah. And, and it's just like, <laughs> to me, this division should have been and could have been addressed by our parents. Like, I agree. Like, we could have been growing as cultured people before like your parents danny like what did your parents talk to you about race like did you ever have a conversation about it oh yeah i'm curious (laughs) danny's like don't get me canceled bro (laughs) danny no are you gonna answer the question yeah this is this is no offense to yeah to any all of we are actually genuinely curious curious about if if the average Caucasian family kind of even brings up the topic. So if you could let us know in the comments, that would be lovely. All you average my, white people. <laughs> I love my parents so much. <laughs> I love my parents we, so much. <laughs> we've never had a talk about race, bro. We've never sat down and had a talk. We've had snide comments and jokes my entire life where my dad makes uh, jokes about Asians being good at math. 
Oh, cla- and classic. And my dad yeah. makes jokes about black people being lazy. Classic. And that's why they don't have a job. And I know your and dad. Your dad's a sweetheart. But it yeah. just, that was. Is, a, I mean, jokes are always made in jest. I am and almost never offended by racial jokes. My mom is definitely. Unless they're bad. Afraid. Unless they're bad. I would say my mom is definitely afraid of black people. Um, and mm-hmm. just very afraid in general of any sort of physical violence in general. Right. So I could even see how she would see like that culture that you were talking about when you were younger of people being like, I don't like what you're saying, so I'm going to stomp you. Right. And not understanding it. And all she would see with this like fear lens would be, you know, physical harm. Yeah. And just kind of like block it all out and just be like, it's scary over there. I mean, it's, to that's the point classic. where it's passed down. And I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like until I really met you is when I found out the extent of my racism. Because, like, if you don't experience all different types of black people, you literally ha- like all you can be is racist. All you can see is a man in a sweatshirt who literally is just like on his day off, looking like a fucking looking like a thug. And that is so ignorant to say, dude. But yes. that is true. And now that I experience more and more interactions on the day-to-day with black people, I'm literally so embarrassed because that man was on his day off <laughs> going to the store right quick. <laughs> There's nothing to be scared of. He's living his life. And that's so embarrassing and gross. Oh, like, oh God. You know, I just picture the Karens clutching their purse because they don't want to get robbed or something like that. Oh, that was hilarious, Danny. Yes, Danny. Thank you, you for making that point for us. Mm. It's coming out of a white mouth, people. <laughs> Please select one of the following races. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say when like exposure is key. And to be honest, ignorance is a choice. Um, in, in 2021, with the internet out there, bro, ignorance is a choice. Ignorance yes. Is a tr- yes. Wow. Even from the episodes that we've had, we've this is our fifth episode. Mm. It is clear that you both have had vastly different experiences. It's clear that you both function completely differently on the inside and have lived a different life on the outside. So it'd be ridiculous right. to assume things that you guys right. are from a cookie cutter of the same shape. Oh, yeah. I, and that's not just a mixed person thing. That's a human thing. But this is a perfect segue into this, Danny, because I want to ask you one more question. Now, we've been dating for seven years, right? It's been a long time, coming in April. Three more years and it'll be a decade. Right. Crazy. And in our relationship, we use a lot of what I like to call throwing the white person at it. Now- That's a good word. This- 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 What kind of game is this, guys? Let's unwrap this present. Let's unwrap this present. Now- there are just certain situations, right, where if I have Danny go and do it, it gets done like that. If you throw the white person at it, 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 it gets done. It, it, and, you know, people will – that's not why we started dating. It had nothing to do with – again. Am I? Yeah, I kind of want her to be unfrozen. A few moments later. So Dan m- – me and Danny didn't start dating because she was white and I wanted to do it just became like this byproduct of our relationship where I have been struggling. You know, the struggle's real for me, man. Like I've struggled, right? Right. And 
I'm here checking the wrong boxes when for I, half of your life. When I got when I got Danny into my life when she moved in with me, probably like we maybe like three years after we started dating, we moved in together. And I was like, I'm gonna go do this thing, I'm gonna go do this thing. I'm gonna go sign up for our, uh food stamps and I'm gonna go uh talk to the neighbor and I'm gonna go you know, call the landlord. And I, I was doing all of that stuff, right? Because I knew how to. I had been living out here right. since I was 17, 18. So... You had more experience More experience. The but then I just started recognizing, like, how easy it was to have Danny call. Because the landlord... And this could not just be a racial thing. This could be a sex thing, too. Right. Because uh, the landlord cared about Danny's feelings like they wanted her to feel comfortable they wanted her to feel safe Mm -hmm. you know like when Danny would call and complain that something was broken they'd be like oh we'll fix it and then when I called it was always you know struggle it was always like Like yo man believe you yes yes Uh, yes like I was trying to take money from them like I was trying to take money from them and that I wasn't being honest with them and and if you know me as a person, that's ridiculous. I'm hands down the most honest person you'll ever meet, and that's to a fault. So also, if something's broken, you'll try and fix it first before you call <laughs> right. the landlord. Right. Well, not anymore because this is PSA for all you young black people out there getting an apartment. Don't touch it. Call the landlord. You touch it, now it's you're you're liable. Don't touch it. Just just call the landlord. Fair enough. If it's yeah. broken, just call the landlord. Yeah. Uh, but. The thing about it is, is like once I got to this point and this now leading to my question for Danny, once I got to this point where I discovered like, oh, man, this is way easier to just have Danny call or way easier to have Danny go talk to them. Do you find it offensive that I. You air quoting for the people listening, use your whiteness to make things easier for us overall. Um, no, I'm not offended at all. I'm happy to use it. And I'm offended at the people who would treat you differently than me. I mean, it makes me really mad because, dude, like I shit happens in life. Right. Um, I've ordered Uber Eats and like I've asked for soda and I've asked for medicine and then I've asked for soap and all three of those things were wrong. And because I was friendly, I literally asked the dude to go back and he went back, right? Like I've actually had a girl come up with the wrong soda and she drove back and like we had a back and forth maybe four times that's never happened to, to me. To. Ever. Right. Right. I've had I had people pull up and like they see me and they get happy. Like they're just everything about them. There's like this happy vibe. They're just so glad that I'm the person that's grabbing the food. Meanwhile, and, uh, real quick, wait, 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 I know- how? Sorry, how is that? How is your experience different from? Me? I just want to share one piece. She was talking about going to pick up food. I've had pizza drivers drive past me, and then go go back to the restaurant because they thought I was going to rob them. Yeah, dude. True story. True. True story. Whoa. It's hilarious. The hilarious part about this is the same pizza place that my uncle worked was currently God. working at. And he I was on the phone. I I was on the phone with this pizza place and I was like 
uh, it's been two hours. Where the hell is the, the pizza? And then you hear the guy in the background going, nah, man, he was trying to rob me. And I was just like, what? That's what? crazy. We I'm just stoned and want my pizza. Right. There was a problem. There was an, It was an hour and a half before we even spent a half hour deciding if we should call. So by the time we decided we should call, it had been two hours late, and we weren't going to give the friendly lady voice. We were going to give the angry man so voice. So I called. Right. And I went. Where it at? Like, Where it at? And they were like, uh, we're really sorry. That guy got fired. I didn't want him to lose his job. But, like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, and, he was super racist. And, 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 <laughs> and they told me, my uncle told me later that he was also, like, not good at his job. So that helps. But then also. But literally Sebastian being upset about his pizza. I called and was this like. this guy think that we were scamming him. Right. Because our apartment is kind of hard to find. We live in a house that's behind a house. So a lot of people don't always know. Like, our house is not connected to the street in any way, right? So it's, it's hard for people to know where our house is. So I leave very specific instructions. Either walk up the pathway and knock on the back house door or call me and I'll meet you outside. And the instructions don't do shit. So we've literally worked hard to, like, we'll be outside ahead of time. Sometimes the GPS is inaccurate and I'm staying out there for 12 minutes. You've stood out there for longer. Just waiting because we don't want any issues. Right. So. And for someone to assume that we were like, like the whole point of bringing up all these details is for someone to assume that we were going to rob them is ridiculous. Because of how hard we work to just like not get robbed. To be nice. Because we wouldn't do yeah. that to someone. Now, Danny, right. now we can continue with your story. How many times has that happened to you? No one assumes I'm going to rob them. Everyone assumes I'm going to give them a sticker with a smile on it. This is have a great day. She has those stickers. I do, too. Right. Right. Also, Sebastian does, too. If you've ever got a have a great day from Sebastian, it's the shiniest gold sticker. So. Right. Yeah, I feel you, though. It's it. That's an interesting point. So to be honest, um. I think that you being black and a man has a and lot large. to do with that because I no one ever thinks I'm going to rob them, uh, like point blank going to rob them. But I have been accused of stealing things where oh I wasn't even in, in the room. Like That's... I wasn't even in the place and people are making all these assumptions. They're like, you're the only one that would. And I'm like, since when would Since I? Wh like what? I've never stolen anything in my life, bro. I'm just gonna say this because this is hilarious. I I'm gonna call us out. We're gonna. I'm gonna call the mixed edition team out. Oh my because God. me and Sashel have had to deal with this so much and so prevalently that we committed an accidental racism. We were in L.A. right before Dude. before the pandemic, and we went to K Town because we're huge fans of Korea and all things Eastern Asian, mm. right? And we went to Koreatown and we went into this little boutique that was like this warehouse that they just emptied out and then like had all these different little shops that, that were set up. And there were all these really nice old ass Korean ladies selling clothes, right? So we're in there and we're looking around. We're wandering around, you know, trying to look for stuff. And I look over my shoulder and this lady's following us. Right. Like dead on following us. Like, right? So I'm sitting here like, 
this bitch right here needs to fucking chill. Like, like I was like, I, I've seen this before. This is this. Uh, I can't believe that this is happening. I, I feel like in L.A. at least, like there would be more types of people. So people would be less. And I mean, Sasha, all getting all our feathers ruffled. We're like, oh, oh, oh. And then we find out, like later, our next time visiting K Town, that in Korea it's so normal for people yeah, to follow, follow you. you around. Because they want to be there if you need assistance. And yeah. we took that the so wrong way. Just because of how used to we are. People following us around stores. And in American culture, uh, the like person working at the store stays in one place. And if you need them, you go talk to them more often than not. Yeah. And it's considered unless, rude unless or annoying you are, to be followed yeah. around. Yeah. Unless you are a person of color in which store employees start moving. They do. It's a thing. Yep. The guy that I was actually, stacking the aisle that you were in last is now stacking the aisle that you're in. Huh. That was fast. What is he even right. doing? He's just moving things around. Dude, the first time <laughs> I experienced it with you guys was crazy. Well, not first time, but I was just thinking about when we went to uh, that restaurant and we were waiting for way longer. And I was like, wow, we've been waiting for our table for a long time. And you were like, yeah, dude, they put other people ahead of us. I've been watching this whole time. Yep, yeah. because we, it was during it was right at the beginning of COVID, so it was outdoor dining only, and we were like we we would have to sit in front of the restaurant, right? And the restaurant didn't want us at one of the front tables. They want they put us in like the corner. They really did in the back, which I don't mind. I like being isolated. It's it's fine with me. But it, like the reason I just why they did that, that it was true. Like, I was sitting there Happens. thinking that this is just a traditional, oh, we're waiting in line. But it wasn't because there were, like, three different people that had gotten sat in the front Yeah, when you spots. see when you see other parties of three that have a different... Um, aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetic. And they're being seated before us. But we also saw them come in way later. And then... or It's not like, it's not like they came and then left and then came back. Because right. we saw them... We heard them like, oh, we need a table for three. Yep. And we're like, okay. Okay. Yeah, and then we watched them it. get sat in right in front. We watched them eat because that's how long we were waiting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we watched some people leave. And we watch other people get sat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then eventually we get this dinky corner table eventually. And, you know, honestly, like, here's my thing. Yes, that was bullshit. Danny's right to be mad. But here's my thing. You can't really be mad. You can't really be right. mad at the restaurant owners because they're they're not looking at me like race. They're looking at me like numbers, right? Yeah, they're like money. They're like they're like, "Okay, don't seat the black people in the front cuz then the white people, the scared LA white people won't come and eat here. And we need the scared LA white people's money." So like like I'm way less upset and at stuff need, like, like that. Traditional Asian people in front as well to make it look like it's a good place to eat. Right, but I, all sorts of racism taking place. But I I I don't necessarily. It's the same thing we're doing. Like people could say we're racist for marking Caucasian when we're not, just to get benefits. And to an extent, we are because we're only as broadened as our experience. We sure. haven't experienced everything. But but what I'm saying is like don't hold it against the business don't hold it against like they're just operating in the same system that we are trying to operate in mm. and they're being smart technically they're utilizing it but to be honest um 
things like that, it's, it is, I don't think it would have that much of an impact, you know, like, it's not like us eating there for 40 minutes is going to make someone like, like 10,000 people just like, oh, I would never eat there. Right. You know, they might just be like, I'll come back. Like after the last presidential administration, you'd be surprised. (laughs) That's true. But yeah, I don't um, even care that we were at a dinky table, dude. I just want food. I was starving. Yeah, I just we were just hungry and we wanted to eat. Um, But yeah, I mean, subtle, subtle racism like that, which we could have an entire podcast on the subtlety of racism in America. Um, Like because it's almost I've almost never experienced like very overt racism. Overt racism. And I think, yeah, overt racism. Yes. And I think that that's something like. Um, looking towards the future, do I think, do I think that people now think that there's less racism? Yes. Um, but the thing is, is it might not be, it just might be more subtle. Right. Yeah. Looking at the future, what do I think this is going to look like in 50 years? Um, I hope that there's actually less racism. Right. Uh, to the point where even if people are being racist, you don't even know. Yeah, doesn't it, like, it doesn't affect you in the slightest. I think though, I prefer I prefer overt racism. I, I prefer to know where people stand. To be honest, the subtext and like the subtle racism is like it, it grinds my gears, man. Because those people, if you're being overtly racist, in my opinion, you're kind of taking a brave stance because no, the people that are going to agree with you aren't very many, right? Uh, right. But if you're subtly racist, then you're trying to, like, continue the institution of racism for a long time. You're saying that someone who's blatant with it is putting themselves out there as racist. Right. And, and then someone who's being subtle about it is pretending that they're chill as fuck. Right. And then racism still... is going to live through them because right. they're they're doing it subtly. They're teaching their kids to do it subtly. And because it's not overt it's easy to gaslight someone and be like, oh, they're not racist. Like, you're just t- taking this out of context. So in the next 50 years, I agree with Sasha. I do hope that racism is less. I do think that mixed people that look like us are going to be much more prevalent. And it's, so it's going to be a lot easier of a conversation. However, in the next 50 years, I do also see it getting worse. Mm. Because I, I think that the subtle racism has now come to a peak. Like, it's really hard to be subtly racist in 2020 or 2021 because social media, content, like the kind of content you absorb, it says a lot about you. Like, there's so much data on you as a person that I'm starting to think that racism is now starting to reach, subtle racism, excuse me, is now starting to reach a point where it's being used by giant corporations the ones that run this country right right like just the the kinds of ads you see for sure the kinds of uh people that they suggest that you like right this subtle racism is seeping into everything that america does and i think that my kids if i have them one day are going to have to prepare to prepare their kids to stand up for the idea of removing racism. And because that's going to be 
really the conversation is now removing race. Right. Right. Like, again, except for the two things that matter. Right. Health and right. identification. Right. Removing race from anything, everything else. You don't need to forget your culture. Don't forget where you came from. But build on it. Do what humanity has been doing for its entire existence. Take what you like. Take what works. Build on it. Hmm. Take what doesn't. Throw it away. That's that's right. history. That is humanity in a nutshell. <laughs> in we, in are, a we are pruning. Yeah. In a country <laughs> where it's like built on everybody who doesn't like where they live, come live here because it's free. And you, we have freedom here. Like them. Yeah. But yeah. no, that's. I think this is a good spot to uh, end on. If you guys are cool with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this. It's a, like looking towards. I just want to say, uh, mm. l- looking towards the future. Um, talking a little bit more on your point of your preference for subtle racism or your preference for overt racism, I just want to say that I think, um, while I understand your perspective. I think that people who display subtle racism, even I prefer subtle racism. And that's because those people have at least some kind of respect for how people feel. Like if someone comes up to me and they're just like, you're a nigger, I'm, I'm very upset, (laughs) you know, like, and, and it just shows they had no respect for, you know, anything about me as a human. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to say my personal and I agree with you. On that. I agree yeah. with you, but I think that this also comes down, and I think we figured out what our next mix, mixed edition podcast might be about. Uh, it comes down to I think sex, because I would rather someone come up to me and be like, "You're a nigger," because at at least at least at least I know where you stand. Like at least now, like I know you. Yeah, that subtle person feels the same. To way. to me, it's like okay, and. You, did you have something else to add to that, or did you just want to say nigger and get a, get away with it? Like, is that what this is about? Okay, stupid ass. Moving on, right? Subtle racism, like, those people could be your best friends, and you don't even know it. Like, you don't even know that this whole time they've been judging you, and this whole time they've been, like, secretly expecting you to fail, secretly expecting you to to suck. And, th- and then in person, they're, like, your friends, and they drink with you, and right. they talk to you. I hate that. I hate that more than anything. I personally think people who are racist like that are the worst. Yeah. Like, uh, those are the people that put on the white hoods, bro. Because they don't want, th- at least the people who are overtly racism wear their freaking clan ha- hoods in public so we know who to avoid. You got these sneaky motherfuckers out here freaking telling lies and, and acting like your friend. And then the second you're not in the room, they're like, yeah, he doesn't have a job or yeah, he's not going to, or he's probably just, you know, they're only with she's only with him because he's black you know like shit like that like i get you uh, no i get you for sure yeah it might just be i mean we have different experiences in life but like i am very um uh i'm used to having some fake friends not in terms of just race right but in In, terms of a bunch of other things like you know, I know a lot of people who are secretly wishing I fail for various reasons. Yep. Uh, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being friendly towards those people, you know, because I know that at least if I if it's like it's, it's like didn't see it, didn't hear it, don't right. have to talk about it. Right. You know, 
And I, I at least for my personal relationships, I prefer sure. that kind of thing. You know, really close relationships, would I prefer my friends were not, you know, super oh, racist. Subtly like, racist. I fail. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for every day, like daily interactions, like you can be racist AF. And as long as you're not treating me in any different kind of way that I can notice, I could care less. Right. Haters going to hate. Players going to play. That's just that's yeah. literally that's it. And I think like, that you'll be disappointed when you watch me succeed. <laughs> right. Sorry. I think the fact that you both have different preferences and have had different experiences as a result is, again, just speaking to the variation that exists and the importance of saying it and realizing that it's real, not pretending like you both have the same experience. And with that. I think we should end this podcast because it's going to turn into another podcast <laughs> in about three right. seconds. As they but do. if you're still with us at this point, thank you guys so much for your support. We really appreciate yeah. all the amazing feedback we've been getting and like the, the views. Honestly, we expected to have none. Yep. So the fact that we have yeah. some, we are so thank happy. You. Thank you guys. Yes. Yeah. And we know that this, uh, this one leaned a little bit more negative, but we try and even it up. Next week, we'll do something maybe a little more positive. Yeah. But, like, you know, we want you guys to hear our experience, and we also want to hear your experiences. So if you guys have anything to say about what was said in this podcast, please go on to YouTube, comment, because these videos are available on YouTube at Pro. That's B-U-Y-E-O-P-R-O on YouTube and Instagram. Come check us out and get a part of the discussion. Talk with us. What's what's your experience? Do you prefer overt racism or subtle racism? Like, what's... Where where are you standing at? And please select one of the following races. Stay cultured, people. Bye. Thank you. Bye.